0: I'm Alec Baldwin, and you're listening to Marketing Trends and the Leeds Art Week.
1: In the security realm, no one person or product can fight cybercrime alone. And for marketers, no one product or tool out of a marketing stack can single-handedly deliver the experience and support that customers require in today's digital world. That's why even for a company such as McAfee, which helps users fight off some of the internet's worst bad actors, there will always be a touch of human interaction in its marketing efforts.
0: As much as we can use digital, we can use data-driven, we can use AI in some places, there's still a reality that there's a human factor. And the human factor is our customers are fluid. They don't stand still. People move all the time. Our competitors move all the time. There's still for us a human aspect. So that's where we're trying to put focus is how do you operationalize that human piece? It's not just about having access to data, buying access to data and having a really good digital story. You need a human story still for us. We still need human beings engaging with human beings. That's Lynn Doherty,
1: EVP of Global Sales and Marketing at McAfee. And on this episode of Marketing Trends, Lynn dives into what the future MarTech stack will look like, how McAfee is developing strategies to create a single source of truth when it comes to its data strategy, and the challenges of navigating a rebrand while simultaneously being an advocate for your customers and meeting business goals. Enjoy this episode. It's time to reconnect at Connections 2021. Hear from marketing, commerce, and digital visionaries who created bold experiences with Customer 360 and learn how to be a successful marketer from anywhere. Sign up now for free at bit.ly slash Salesforce Marketing Trends. That's bit.ly slash Salesforce Marketing Trends. Hey everybody, welcome to Marketing Trends. This is Hillary Georgie, your guest host for Marketing Trends today. And joining me today is very special guest, Lynn. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome, thanks for having me. So excited to talk to you, talk about marketing, talk about McAfee and uh, all things, you know, MarTech and security and everything that you do. But before we get into all that, let's start off from the beginning. Tell me how you yourself got started in marketing.
0: I actually have an untraditional marketing background. I started off as an engineer and uh, from engineering, then moved into sales and have since moved into uh, lead sales and marketing organizations. And so uh, I took a definitely untraditional path into marketing by starting in engineering. Yeah. Engineering
1: is such an untraditional way to get into marketing. It seems so like opposite. So, so what, led to that kind of a shift? Like what experiences did you have where like you were an engineer and then all of a sudden you're like, actually, let's let's do marketing now instead?
0: Yeah, it, it was kind of a, not one big leap. It was lots of little steps along the way, uh, starting in engineering and then moving into pre-sales engineering and then moving into sales and sort of step by step, uh, eventually found my way to leading a sales and marketing organization. I think there's also a really natural and important link between sales and marketing and the focus on customer and uh, how those organizations work together is really important. So I think that was a more natural uh, move from sales and marketing. The engineering into sales, I think, was probably the, the bigger stretch as far as a job.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, engineering and sales, also two pretty opposite career paths. yeah. So I'm curious too, how all of those experiences kind of play into the job that you do have now. So, so now you're the, the EVP of global sales and marketing. So tell me a little bit about, about your role now and kind of how your experiences from the past have informed what you do.
0: So my role here at McAfee, I lead sales, I lead marketing, I lead our channels organization. Uh, It's about 1,100 people and we take care of about 50,000 McAfee customers that all trust us as their uh, cybersecurity partner to make sure that they and their customers and their partners stay safe and secure. Okay.
1: So light work, very low stakes. Got it. Cool. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, (laughs) exactly. Uh, So I, I think as you asked the question, how has My background shaped how I show up today and and shaped my perspective for today. I think it's an interesting question. I think I bring a lens of coming from engineering, having a perspective then on digital marketing and, and how that plays a really important role. Having a view of how a customer moves through that sales journey and the really important role that marketing plays on that. And then I think there's also this recognition that as I think we all know more and more of any buying process is happening online and digitally before a salesperson is involved. And so really drawing out the importance of the digital side, the marketing side and meeting customers where they are.
1: You've talked before about, and you touched on this just now, kind of the customer experience and and advocating for creating the best customer experience possible and and the best relationships with customers possible. How are you doing that at McAfee?
0: So I have this perspective that, you know, being a partner is one thing and a lot of, a lot of vendors can be partners to their customers, but being an advocate is something a little bit different. And that starts with the recognition that when a customer is spending their dollars with us as McAfee, it's. An investment from their organization, it's dollars that they spend on behalf of their company or organization. But a lot more importantly to me is it's their personal brand. They're betting on us. They're betting their career on us. They're betting their reputation on us. And they put that all on the line when they recommend us. So the the dollars is obviously an important part of it, but there's a human being making that commitment. And and that is a commitment that we need to be alongside them and behind them through it all. So I think customers more and more want not just a partner, but an advocate who's going to listen to their needs and who's going to be there with them when it counts.
1: 100%. And I think we hear this so much on the show is getting to know the customer is so much more important now than ever before, because Customers are expecting so much more now than ever before. And I'm curious how you're kind of understanding who the McAfee customer is. What does that 360 view of the customer look like? How are you understanding their needs, their their wants, their journeys, and delivering on those things?
0: It's a really interesting question and something I think a lot about. So we are, in one case, very, very lucky that many of our products are oriented that they have telemetry to show us how customers are using the products. Uh, Of course, we can get insights into how customers are engaging with us. We can see what information they want, what they're looking at, where they're spending their time. We're in a really interesting position that there are times based on our product telemetry that we can learn that there's a feature or a piece of a product that we didn't even necessarily know there was a market for. And we can then uh, adapt both our messaging and our products to dial up some of those features. So we're in a, in a really fortunate position that we can do that, that we can understand our customer from that 360 lens of what are they looking at before they buy, but then how are they using something after they buy, which is really important to link those two and, and sort of continue with the customer not just before they buy, but through the whole journey that they have with us. That's so interesting.
1: And it makes me wonder like how are you fostering like that journey and, and the follow-up and like what tools are you using? How are you blending like the human element of marketers and salespeople and the McAfee staff with like the technology and, and the Martech and your tech stack to to make an experience that serves the customer as best as possible.
0: So I think this world has changed so much in the last year Mm -hmm. on how we do that. And I think there's lots of things that we do for that experience around drip marketing campaigns and how we use search engines and where we do placements. I think there's a lot around account-based marketing. So giving someone something very targeted to them and uh, really knowing and meeting them where they are at, as opposed to sort of a broad based spam approach. And so I think that's been something really important. I think COVID has driven the level of noise for our customers to an all time high. Mm-hmm. So we all, uh, you know, every company, every vendor, every partner has had to work in a v- virtual world over the last year. And so I think as a, a customer and as a consumer, that has meant that there's so much coming at them because now everything's virtual. It it used to be sort of split channels and now there's sort of one channel that's gotten all of the focus. And so bringing together all of those different pieces, I think is really important. The other thing that I think is really important is having the human element and having the human story and the human connection of how a product, how a service actually impacts the lives, the job, the organization and and not having that internal view of why you think it's good, but why it could help somebody who is a potential buyer customer.
1: You said it like the last year, so much has changed. And from your perspective, like at McAfee, what, what have been some of the things that you all have been through? What are some of the changes and investments you all have made to, to not just make your customers happy, but to make the internal experience at McAfee a good one too?
0: I think there's a lot of things that we've been doing. I mean, I, I kind of look at 2020 as the year of virtual. Mm-hmm. And I think in the future, it will be even now as we're starting a little bit to come out of it. I think 2021 and beyond will be the world of hybrid. And so I think that's a journey that we're on right now. And we're trying to figure out. I think for 2020, being, you know, this year of virtual, and this year of what felt like just a lot of noise for customers and consumers alike, as everybody moved to digital. Uh, but it was also, as you rightly ask, for our internal employees, them feeling isolated, feeling a lack of connection. And so I think for both our customers and our employees, we've been working really hard over the last year to bring that virtual connection to feel human. And sometimes that feels like doing uh, virtual events that are things that feel uh, less business oriented, whether it's a uh, virtual wine tasting, a virtual Kentucky derby party, and those kind of things that try to bring an element of fun and humanity uh, both to our customers and to our employees, because I think everyone has suffered from uh you know this inundation of all of the noise that's out there. and so I think for us, it's been really important to try to bring a human connection, try to bring some fun and some joy to what has been in a lot of ways, a pretty dark time. And then I'll sort of transition that to now we're trying to figure out how to do that in a hybrid world. I I think that 2021 and for the foreseeable future is going to be about how do you do that hybrid?
1: Yeah. I'm really curious about like what the CRM is gonna look like in twenty twenty one and how, you know, the the relationships between, you know, your McAfee and its clients is gonna change and, and what kind of different needs have arisen in the last year that you're now, you know, solving for that maybe you weren't before or you weren't expecting to as much.
0: It's a really interesting question. And I think there's a lot of different angles that we could talk about on that. I mean, you talk about CRM and and the role that that plays today and uh, how much more important having that view of the customer has gotten and having, I think for everyone in sales and marketing, it's kind of the holy grail to have a single view of the customer. And I would say Uh, At McAfee, I think it's fair to say we're not there yet with a single view of a customer, though we uh, every day are making strides to get that single view of the customer. But I I think it's so important as we have that virtual, digital, in-person hybrid world all of those handoffs are going to have to be centralized in one place so that there's not a digital virtual view plus an in-person view that are different. So that CRM is going to become that much more important. And for us, that's, again, it's a journey that we're on. I think a lot of organizations out there are probably on that journey as well of how do you get a single source of truth with your CRM and, uh, and what does that look like? as our customers and consumers all shift, moving to different locations. I think, you know, I've seen stats out there that 60 to 80% of organizations are never coming back to work full time. And what that allows for, for both us from a marketing and talent perspective, as well as for our customers, is the ability to hire talent anywhere. What that means though, if you sort of draw the next step is from a marketing perspective, that means that doing centralized events and local events is maybe a thing of the past or or at least looks different than it has uh, in the past is that if you don't have sort of centralized customer locations where you do on-premise marketing and on-premise demand gen uh, because talent gets spread out. So I think that link that goes from CRM, what is that central view? But I think the hiring habits of both us and our customers are going to be different and we have to respond to that.
1: How do you recruit the the kind of talent that now can go anywhere? Like what is the the process of bringing in the best people? Because like you said, you know, the restraints are kind of lifted now. They can work for anybody from anywhere.
0: Recruiting is uh, along with marketing something that I think has and will continue to evolve. On the really positive side, you know, it makes it so much easier to get the best resource that is out there because you, you're not constrained by location anymore. And so I think that's a real benefit to all of us is being able to get the right talent. And, and frankly, sometimes to get talent at a lower cost because you're maybe not hiring in some of the most expensive markets. So with that, it allows you with the same budget to potentially even get more resources. And so there's a real benefit to that you know, I think on the on the downside is it becomes very hard, I think, for uh, both an employee or a potential employee and the employer to feel that connection, feel the personal connection and feel the culture of the organization. And it's something that we've been focused on across my organization, across sales and marketing and channels over the last year is how do you build culture in a virtual world? Because- you know often you hear from employees that's why they stay it's the people and the culture and i think that's gotten while we can hire talent anywhere making them feel connected and part of the organization and uh, part of the culture of the organization has been it's kind of the next frontier challenge
1: so you joined McAfee recently like within the last year yeah. right so yeah. so tell me about the culture as you saw it when you joined what the needs were what your goals were joining in the middle of of a crazy time yeah. and and how it's all been since you've been there
0: it has been an unbelievable wild ride so i have just been here a little over a year so i joined during covid i've never met uh peter who is the ceo <laughs> that i work for i've never met people who work for me uh And more than a year in, I've met, I think, two of my direct reports. And of the 1,100 people that work for me, I probably have met five or 10. So it's been a really interesting uh, ride on that front, is that how do you feel connected to people? How do you, uh, from a leadership perspective, lead and inspire people when you have not met them? So it's been a challenge and opportunity. I think that we've all gotten better at how we engage with people. I think in some ways it's allowed us to uh, slow down and and take some time where we actually sit and have conversations that are not distracted conversations sometimes when you're on the move and lots of people around. And so I think it's enabled a lot of really one-on-one connections so that's been a part of the journey. We as a a company have had an incredible year. We went public in October. We announced that we're doing a spin out of our enterprise business uh, that is coming up. We'll close sometime before the end of the year. And so we're going to take one company and split it into two. And so from a marketing standpoint, that's going to be you know, kind of the the dream of every marketer is to start and build the brand of a new company. And so that's what we're undertaking now with what will be the new McAfee. We'll have a new name, a new brand, a new logo, a new company vision. And so we are in the process of how do we do all of that at the same time, as well as drive the business that we have today, support the customers that we have today.
1: That was gonna be my question. So you hit on it already. Like, what does it take to market and build a new company, but also at the same time, never forget the business goals of that company that you're marketing. Like you still have to, you know, have people in place to serve the customers. You still need the technology in place to to get everything sales-wise and marketing-wise and IT-wise running smoothly all at the same time that like you said you're you're building a new name you're building a new brand like how do you work together in a way that makes that possible
0: it's an interesting challenge I mean I say to my team all the time is that we don't get to call a timeout and come back <laughs> in six months yeah. and so we need to be doing both running the business for today being there for our customers today as well as building what the company, the name, the brand, the vision, all of that looks like for the future. And so, you know, there's a reality that it means we're in some really busy times as we make that transition. As I said, I think it's kind of every marketer's dream to be able to build a a new brand for a company and start from scratch and say, if you had a clean sheet of paper, what would that look like? And so I think we're really lucky that we get that opportunity. One of the things that we are doing is really dialing up our level of communication with our customers during this time because I think while it's a big opportunity in any time for a customer or a consumer when there's uncertainty. Uncertainty doesn't necessarily mean something bad; it just means it's uncertain. But without hearing a message, I think sometimes people assume a bad message, and so we are trying to be really proactive. Both with our account-based marketing, with our uh, in-person conversations, putting the human touch and the human connection on everything that we do and be really proactive. Because for us, as we think about it, you know, it's an opportunity that our customers are either going to hear from potential competitors or make up their own messages and their own uh, assumptions, or they're going to hear it from us. And so we want them to hear it from us. So we have in the past couple of months really dialed up the communication with our customers so they feel like they're on the journey with us.
1: How do you engage with customers? Like, what does that communication look like? Like, what, what are you emailing them? Are you like having, you know, personal conversations with, with them through the McAfee employees? Like, what does that communication actually practically look like? And what are the conversations yeah. like? Like, how, how are customers responding?
0: It's all of the above. Uh, I think for us, it depends on the customer and the relationship that we have with them. And and for us, uh, we have some very, very big customers that we have lots of contacts and lots of relationships, and they're using lots of different products that uh, we deliver to them. And so we're very much trying, again, an account-based marketing approach, an account-based messaging approach is it's not one size fits all. It's Every customer will get some communication. Sometimes that communication is email or placements or things that we, you know, expect them to see and engage with. And a lot of times it's human based. It's it's pick up the phone and reach out and have one on one conversations that are deeper conversations with uh, customers that want that next level of information. So. We are approaching it in a way that is not one size fits all. We're trying to do it in a way that we're meeting the customer uh, with the need that they have. And sometimes that's something very, very personalized. And sometimes it's a lighter touch.
1: There's recent research that account-based marketing is going to just only continue to grow. Like one and a half more marketers are going to be using more ABM platforms and and really doing that kind of work that you're talking about. So I'm curious how you're facilitating the ABM approach that you're using. What what are the tools that you're you're using? How are you making it so that every account gets the personalized touch that they need? Like how are you powering the ABM approach that that is the future of McAfee.
0: You know, I think it's it would be disingenuous again to say that we have it all figured out because as much as we can use digital, we can use data driven, we can use AI in some places, there's still a reality that there's a human factor and the human factor is you know our customers are fluid they don't stand still people move all the time uh, our competitors move all the time and so there's still for us a human aspect and and so that's where we're trying to put focus is how do you operationalize that human piece too is it's not just about having access to data buying access to data and having a really good digital story it's you need a human story still for us and Will it always be that way? I I don't know. For me, I feel like the foreseeable future it will be because there's that last mile, as I call it, that we still need human beings engaging with human beings. And so uh, we're putting some focus on that too.
1: So you talked a little bit about you're kind of doing the marketer's dream of setting up a whole new company, a whole new brand starting from scratch. And that got me thinking like in the past before you you got to live out your dream, what were some of the other campaigns or or really fun projects that you got to work on that were inspiring to you that, you know, you learned from good or bad?
0: Being in cybersecurity, it feels like what we do is so important to not just us as a company, but individuals. And, you know, you think about and hear about so many things that come on the news today. I mean, it currently is this colonial pipeline cybersecurity issue that's causing gas shortages all across the East and South, and that's a cybersecurity problem. And so, you know, so many of the campaigns we do are how do we not just talk about McAfee and the products we have, but the end goal is society can't function in the way it does. It, people can't feel secure in their hospitals having healthcare information and schools having personal information and fitness trackers that are out there that can tell somebody, you know, everything you do all day, every day. And so for us, you know, we run campaigns all the time that talk about all of those things. It's it's not just about technology. It's the human impact of technology. Because as we all move, not just marketing, but all of us move into a more and more digital world. It makes a difference that humans feel secure when they do that, that we feel secure with our property and data and families. And so, so much of what we do is talking to people about that.
1: Yeah. I don't want anybody hacking into my Peloton account, you know? Like, I know, right? I know right. <laughs> Leave my metrics alone. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I mean, you talk about the news and you hear about these cyber attacks and Kind of the impact that it has, you know, I'm, I'm traveling down next week to Virginia. I'm like, I hope I can, can get gas along the way. Goodness. Yeah,
0: <laughs> um, right. know, right.
1: But how I are know. you, you know, how do you market the solutions that McAfee has? Like, what are some of the use cases that you can bring up that say like, listen, like we can help protect you or we can help secure your
0: data, or your company, or you know X, Y, Z. So let me give you uh, one example, and I think it's one that's super top of mind because it's a campaign we're in the process of putting together, specific with this uh, colonial pipeline breach. And so we have a product that's called Insights, and what Insights does is, you know, as we sometimes talk about, the best breach is the one that never happened, and so what our insights product does that can help our customers is it collects what's going on out there in cybersecurity world what's going on with the bad actors that are out there what's going on with the hackers and collects that information for our customers so that they can see before something happens to them what's happening in the world around them so i kind of like to use this analogy that's you know you've got locks on your doors you've got a security camera at your house But wouldn't it be nice to know if there was a lot of break-ins going on in your neighborhood? Would you do something differently if you knew last night your neighbor got broken into and two days ago somebody down the street from you got broken into? Would you do something differently? And generally, the answer is, yeah, I probably would if I knew there was a rash of break-ins in my neighborhood. And so that's how we come to our customers is that we try to give them that information with our products is that we've got a product that specifically can tell them there have been break-ins in your neighborhood, whether that's geography, whether that's the vertical, you know, I'm in healthcare, I'm in financial services, I'm in a government and can tell them there've been break-ins in your quote unquote neighborhood, you know, in the United States, healthcare organizations have been a target in the last two months you should probably look at your cybersecurity differently. And so that's how we would approach that campaign is trying to help people so that our product helps them stop something before it happens to them. How much
1: has the last year and the different ways the world has changed made you shift kind of the way you talk to people and the way that now people have to think about cybersecurity because, you know, they're working from home now. Everything is, is online and kind you know, we're meeting virtually for everything. So, so how does that shift the way you talk to people and the way you invest in how you talk to people?
0: It's changed a lot. And I think for a couple of reasons. So I think first, cybersecurity needed to become important to everybody as every company had to have people go work from home. And they had to do that essentially overnight. So they had to adapt their own security practices. They had to adapt that people then were sharing devices that somebody's child was doing schoolwork on their company computer. And so companies had to adapt to that. But what else we saw this year, and, and from a marketing perspective, it was really interesting is There was a lot of sort of COVID-based phishing attacks where somebody would use either information about COVID. We we have talked about one really recently where a lot of people have gotten texts on their phone or emails saying, click here if you want to sign up to get a vaccine. So they're phishing attempts by a bad actor, by a hacker who's coming out there and trying to use what's going on in the world and the vulnerability that people have and the lack of information that is out there. To incent people to go click on something that that opens up their network and and shares data that they don't want to share. And so I think we've been in an interesting position because as a cybersecurity company, there's there's products and tools that we can have to help with that. But there's also the problem from a marketer of how does a customer know what's real? How does a customer know, you know, from a, a privacy and from an identity standpoint, what is real and how can they distinguish and I think for all of us that's that's become a challenge over the past year in a way that it has never, because now people are more attuned to some of those bad actors that are out there, and so they put a question mark then on on good ones so
1: taking that into account, what does you know the second half of twenty twenty one look like for McAfee in a marketing perspective in the investments you're making in your Martech in the communications that you were talking about before. How do you foresee, and only God can predict what will actually happen, (laughs) how do you foresee what is uh, ahead in 2021?
0: So for us, we've obviously got a lot of work on this doing both. We got to run the business and we have to build out a new company, a new brand, a new logo, a new vision and all of that. So we're doing both for now. In the very near term, for us it's about how do we make twenty twenty one the year of hybrid, and that the connections we have there's certainly a set of customers that we see out there who have a uh, pent up demand to be in person they you know, are are really excited and anxious to get in front of people and with people again. And so we need to recognize that that faction of people and customers exists, but there's also people depending on country, depending on conditions that don't want that, aren't ready for that. And so I think as as a partner to them, we've got to figure out how do we be both for them at the same time. And so I think we went from, you know, very largely kind of a, an in-person and a physical marketing approach to 2020 being entirely virtual to 2021 is the year that we've got to figure out how to be the best hybrid marketer that we can be. So that's where so much of our focus is right now is how do we be the best hybrid marketer out there? From a B2B MarTech perspective,
1: what do you think is going to be the future of like a seamless digital experience for, for for you know, B2B companies and MarTech?
0: I think in the future, we'll see consolidation of tools. I think there has historically been a, an approach where you pick the very best tool independent of, does it work with your other tools? And I think if we really want to and need to move to a digital seamless approach, we need to have consolidation of tools. We need to have platforms instead of products. So that's, I think, where we will get focused in our longer-term vision is how do we have a platform so that we can really have a single source of truth, so we can really have a single digital platform that we engage with our customers
1: how does that switch happen? You know, like what kind of adoption yeah. does that take? How do you get people on board to, to make these, these platform, these replatforming efforts successful? I mean, there's going to be kinks and, and things to work yeah. out and hiccups, but what do you as a leader have to do to make sure that, you know, you're giving the, the best tools to the right people?
0: There's a part of it that is almost easy part. And I say that kind of in air quotes is the easy <laughs> part because it's, that's not easy. It's figuring out what that tools or the, the platform looks like and what you want the end game to be. And, and again, I say that's the easy part, but it's the, it's the part that's tactical and tangible. The really hard part is then that data migration. How do you make that a reality of migrating all of the data into those tools and then there's the, again, the human part of change leadership, of having people work differently, having people use products differently, having them collaborate together differently. And so I think when you talk about how do we get to, you know, at some point an end state where we really replatform, I think there's the part of it that's tactical, but then the parts, the next parts of it that are really, really the hard parts are the data part and then the... Change part—the change in behavior and how we work—is
1: that exciting to you? Does that make you lose sleep at night? How how do
0: you feel about that kind of stuff? <laughs> a little of both, yeah. <laughs> a little of both. I I mean, I think it's exciting to know where we could get to for sure, but it's a hard journey to get there because that is—it's not without kinks and it's not without um, debates on on real problems on how do we take the data and. Rationalize it and make sense of it, I think for a company you know we're more than thirty years old, and so we've got uh, data baggage out there mm-hmm. that is things that are you know artifacts of decisions that have been made in the past and and the company we were thirty years ago, but now it's still there in existence, and so determining what you actually need to move versus what You can throw away versus what you can consolidate is a huge challenge. So, you know, I think we all, and I know we're not alone in this. I think so many companies are in this journey of trying to figure out how do you get there and how do you break it off in chunks? Because just like we talked about on the brand part, you don't get to call a timeout and say, hey, we'll be back to marketing next year once we consolidate and clean up our data. So you've got to do that while you're running, while you're marketing, while you're still serving your customers.
1: Yeah. And you can't just Marie Kondo it. Like, does this data bring me joy? No, I'm going to throw it away. That's right. It served its purpose. (laughs) Um, All right. So looking forward, you got so many big things happening at McAfee. What is, what's the most exciting for you? What, What are you always excited to jump out of bed and do every day at McAfee?
0: I mean, I'm excited about building a new company. So I think that's really (laughs) exciting. I mean, again, once in a career kind of opportunity, I'm excited that we do something that I feel like really matters. And so educating our customers and helping them secure their environments and whether they take care of their customers, whether they take care of our students, whether they take care of patients, whether they take care of government organizations, it's exciting to be a part of that. It's exciting to feel like you wake up every day and do something good. That it's it's not just about how do we monetize software. It's about how do we do something that's good for the world and that allows people to feel safe and that people can take advantage of all of the goodness that comes with digital without feeling like there's that sacrifice, that the what-if factor that's out there. So Um, I am super fortunate to get to do what I do.
1: All right, Lynn, this has been awesome. Let's go into the lightning round. The lightning round is, and this show is brought to you by Salesforce. Salesforce brings marketing and engagement together. Learn more at salesforce.com slash marketing. Okay, lightning round questions. Lynn, are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. All right. Number one, what is one thing from 2020 that you want to keep in 2021? I want to keep less travel. Less travel in general or less business travel because I'm itching to less travel. Less
0: business travel. Okay. I'm itching to travel, but I did a lot of business travel like four or five cities within one week is uh, hopefully a thing of the past. Ooh, yeah. No, not into that. Okay, less travel.
1: What is one hobby or, you know, activity that you you picked up in the last year that you really enjoy?
0: I've got two. I also am a big Peloton fan, but in addition to that, I joined a cocktail of the month club, which has been a a really fun thing to look forward to each month as the months of COVID sometimes seem like they ran together. Who is your favorite Peloton instructor? Allie Love. Yeah, she's great.
1: Uh, I'm a big Cody Rigsby girl myself. Oh yeah. I love Cody too. His rides are always fun. I did a bootcamp this morning. Um, what is a podcast or piece of content that you have been watching, listening to, reading, enjoying lately?
0: I love Business Wars, okay. a podcast. I love that where they talk a lot about you know, different companies and how they, how they think strategically and how they get to where they are. What is one thing that brings you joy? Uh, my family and friends. I mean, I think that probably sounds a little mm-hmm. sunshine and rainbows, but family and friends and a good slice of pizza. Oh, I could throw that well, in there. where are you from, Lynn? <laughs> I'm from, I'm from Philadelphia. Okay. Cause I'm in New York. So I'm very snobbish
1: about my pizza. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I am too. I am too. <laughs> uh, all right. What
0: is a good idea you had recently? That is a good question. I don't know that I've had a lot of good ideas recently. Um, take more walks okay. as the weather has gotten a little bit nicer. I think I'm trying to take more walks and do more one-on-ones while I'm walking. That counts.
1: Uh, All right. Last one. What is the
0: best advice you have for a first-time marketer? One of my favorite quotes is uh, Maya Angelou. And she says, it's a quote, and I always get it a little bit wrong, but it's, uh, people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did, but people never forget how you made them feel. And I think that applies to everybody we work with, but also as we market to customers, they, they don't forget how you make them feel. Sometimes they forget the words, sometimes they forget the images, uh, but they don't forget how you made them feel. So focus on that.
1: I love that. Lynn, that's it. That's, uh, that was fun. How, how do you feel? Are you okay? You, you made it through the lightning
0: yeah, yeah. round. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel okay. <laughs> I feel great. Well, this has
1: been so much fun. You made it easy. Where can people find out more about you, more about McAfee, more about the company?
0: Well, lots of information for McAfee on McAfee.com. And I am on uh, Twitter and LinkedIn at Lynn underscore Doherty. Perfect. Lynn, thank you so much. This has been awesome. Thank you. Thanks, Hillary.
1: Marketing Trends Podcast is brought to you by Salesforce. Discover marketing built on the world's number one CRM, Salesforce. Put your customer at the center of every interaction. Automate engagement with each customer and build your marketing strategy around the entire customer journey. Salesforce, we bring marketing and engagement together. Learn more at salesforce.com marketing.